All right, everything's going, so we can start whatever. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna let you run the ship, Joy, since you give me shit every time I try. Alrighty. Well then, welcome to our show, Dungeons and Dragons, the bi-weekly nerd talkback show where we discuss all things nerd with a smidgen of accountability, just a little. I thought I, it was a healthy dose of accountability. No, I thought that sounded stupid, so you just always said it. <laughs> I hated that. Absolutely brutal. <laughs> Devastating. This Absolutely real-time detested. feedback is, is horrific. <laughs> I hate you. So much. Oh. I hate it. <laughs> anyway, keep going. Keep going. All right. So I am your lovely host, Joy. I use all pronouns. Um, and you can find me everywhere on the internet at Joy X Valentine. I'm your podcast host and your bully extraordinaire. I'm here today with my excellent co-host. Do you want to introduce yourself? Awesome. Oh, uh, yeah. Hi, I'm Noir. I go by he, they. Uh, I was half expecting you to hand it off to our guest when you said excellent co-host. No, I literally have to like take a deep breath in for the introduction I have prepared for our guest. Oh, okay. (laughs) Well, you know what? I don't want to keep the people waiting. Let's get to it. Oh, no. Let's get ready to podcast. We have an amazing guest, a hero of legend. You may have seen them on horseback with a mighty sword coming into town to slay the dragon and free us all. That's right. Lindaco Slega. Lindaco Vega. Lindaco Vega. No, it's Lindaco Dega. Do you want to really tell the crowd what you do besides save orphans from burning buildings? <laughs> I just like you gotta give me a minute to recover from that kind of introduction. I feel a little bit like a middle of the night's tale where like Chaucer's like just yeah. reaching on the fence and I'm just like in the background, just like, is that is that boy talk about me? Yeah. Is that me? Um hi, I'm Linda Cadega, uh aka Linda Cobega. And I am a entertainment journalist, specifically for IO9, and I cover a lot of things. Uh especially tabletop role-playing games absolutely hell yeah just to click aside i wasn't even sure joy could be nice so this is a shock to me i literally prepped all week for this (laughs) that's what he said yeah (laughs) i put my little journalism hat on just for that moment i was like gotta introduce the guest it was very good thank you it was really wonderful (laughs) <laughs> very very introduced right well um i figure my dear sibling and co-host probably has serious questions but i'm actually here uh to bring the fun so i bet you people don't ask quite as often you know how have you been this week like what have you been up to <laughs> well i've been um doing a journalism mm-hmm. i've been doing a big journalism so i've just been working nights and weekends to kind of get sources and write stuff out and I've been looking up lots of flaws dang (laughs) fun fun stuff over here it's not calling (laughs) calling lawyers oh no not for me I'm fine that sounded so scary not for me (laughs) not for me call an ambulance but not for me (laughs) You know, you got to yeah. call your lawyers before you prepare the, before you do the crime. <laughs> yeah. 
Jeez. Yeah, so, just gotta give everyone the heads up. So, so just you know, uh, doing a lot of work this week, but luckily have been able to relax a little bit with some friends. I went to a robot dance party last night. That, oh, that sounds, sounds awesome. Are the robots dancing? We dressed as robots and we danced. <gasps> That's sick. Yeah, it was pretty dope. I would yeah, love for the only rule to be that you can't do the robot. <laughs> I didn't see anybody do the robot. It was like very like kind of this retro funk vinyl and Ooh. it was in a ramen bar downtown. So it was That's so cool. Rad. And best part, I could walk there. Yes. <laughs> so. When they make the cities walkable. <laughs> I know it. I know it. Anyway, oh so uh, that was really fun. And now I'm here with you two delightful people. Very excited. We are never called delightful as a unit. Thank you so much. (laughs) You're really welcome. So, dear brother, what have you been doing this past week? (laughs) Okay, I take back my question. I don't want to know what she did last week. I hope you (laughs) suffered every second of it. (laughs) Sunrise to sunset. (laughs) Oh, my God. I hope something bad happened to you that I could have prevented and I wasn't there. But I had a I had a great week. In fact, uh, mm. I'm preparing to learn a new hobby: sewing. That's mm. that's exciting. Uh, still doing the Star Trek game, which I which has been a blast. Uh, and I uh, I'm actually GMing the Star Trek game now too. So that's wow. been fun. That I wasn't invited fun. to a single one of these. <gasps> Yikes! Oh <my> <laughs> I didn't do the casting for them. Betrayal. Mm. You didn't put my name in. You and you couldn't. Reference? You couldn't do a little nepotism. Like what? Damn, what's like? Do a nepotism. Aren't, aren't we better than nepotism? Hell no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, time out. I I did not sign up <laughs> for a two on one. This is yeah. Ridiculous. This is actually I mean, a grudge match. <laughs> I think a lot of people would sign up for a two on one, but like, do you? I guess. Period. <laughs> 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 All right, so now we've got to hear about what kind of insane week uh, Joy had. So fun facts for Linda and the audience. I tried to tell my brother about how my week went, and he got so upset that I had to stop. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it was was bad. I honestly had a good week. I took a trip to Vegas. Mm -hmm. Um, I actually had a super good time there. There was lots of misadventures because I went with a ragtag group of girlies. Mm -hmm. And you know what happens when you let girls loose in Vegas. Ooh, bad stuff. Bad things happen. Bad things happen. Uh, But it was so fun. I met so many men in suits that had illicit drugs. (laughs) (laughs) I got to watch Magic Mike live. And this was such a magical moment for me. Because, like, during one of the parts of the show, like, this guy was, like, singing live, right? And another one of the male dancers, he, like, drags me up and we slow dance. And for a brief moment, I fell in love. I was like, wow, not all men are scary. Joy, you experienced an emotion in public? Literally one whole emotion, and then I sealed it right back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can't. I said, that was a moment of weakness. (laughs) You just got to bottle that right back up and, like, bury it. Literally, I said Mike was too magical. Mike was too magical. Far too much magic. You you bury that emotion and then you give that magic Mike dancer the like treasure map to it. And you're just like, when I die, open this. And you will understand that you are treasured. I said I wanted to say something scary and change the course of his life forever. How are you (laughs) a Vulcan? Like that you're that you're describing a Vulcan right now. 
and that's me i've allowed one emotion maybe once every seven years i touch somebody's <sighs> hand and then it's done <laughs> valid super super valid very super important real. but i'm glad we all had good weeks and this is when i get to take over as the super duper host that brought on mm-hmm. the super duper cool guest what? right Yes. Typically, we talk about like nerdy gossip, nerdy news mm-hmm. enough. We have a cool <sighs> guest that's been in the nerdosphere for so long. And I know what it is like to have to hold in these things that you want to talk about in fandom. So I'm giving you the platform right now. <laughs> Say what needs to be said about whatever fandom is really tickling the back of your head right now. <laughs> uh I think I think one of the big things that's really annoying me right now is it was really cute for like the first two years, but stop showing actors thirst tweets. Yes. Stop oh, it. So we, real. Pedro yeah. Pascal knows he's hot. Stop. We all know Pedro Pascal is hot. Please stop approaching this man on the red carpet when he is promoting a show that is being critically acclaimed as like yes. one of the best adaptations of the decade and asking him, do you know people want to bark at you? Oh, there was a Stop. clip I saw recently where somebody did that, and he he was he was polite, but you could tell there was just so much cringe in that movie where they're like, "Do you want to read it out loud?" He's like, "No." no. <laughs> you can like see the pain in his eyes. He's just like, "Oh no, being hot like got me really far, and now I'm really regretting how attractive I am." I feel so bad because like it's not even that people are just being like people want to bark at you you're so hot it's people calling this man daddy y'all don't know him like, <laughs> you do not know this man no uh, you just don't and so I am really I'm really dreading the D&D red carpet because if we're just gonna have a bunch of like D&D mm. nerds interviewing hot men and women for literally a whole news cycle we are yeah. going to just see the most cringeworthy moments because I can guarantee you most of these folks have no idea what a D&D is. Yeah, They're no. there to show up, do their job, get their bag. They're not about to roll a character, man. They're not going to no. do that. So so I'm just like, that's that's another thing I'm very, I'm like mm. anticipating with bated breath and like horror in my heart. Yes. It's like, it's like <sighs> people going up to Chris Pine and being like, daddy. And I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah. Reel that one back in. Just like hold <laughs> that one into your little bottle of ocean and Jesus. let it out on your own time. I mean, no wizards yeah. at the red carpet. They're going to have the same eight people that they hire for everything. <laughs> Stop. And I'm going to be real. I didn't even apply for a press pass and somehow mine got rejected for my tweets about Chris Pine. So <laughs> listen, did I say I want him to wear me like a glove? Yeah. <laughs> That's between me I and don't, God. I don't need <laughs> joy. And what about it? <laughs> what about it? Did you see the most recent uh, photo shoot with him? I think it was like yes. a GQ. Or, oh my I God. was howling. It's I was bugging. It's so I, much. It was like God, one of those I things I saw like the first two photos yeah. and I was like, I gotta go. Like I, I gotta turned take into a- the Teen Wolf. Why am I howling at the moon right now? <laughs> <laughs> I genuinely had to like take my dog on a walk. I was like, I cannot handle this. <laughs> Literally, you ever love a man so much you got to take a lap? Like, I saw that was pictures. it. Oof. Oh, I became God. a Victorian gentleman. I said, "Uh, his ankle's out." Like, it was- 
<laughs> literally just swooning just like a yeah exactly like a poor little victoria child like seeing blood yeah. and fainting <laughs> like I, that kind of vibe where it's just like wasting away what is this jesus but Arf. it's your turn brother what's your nerd thing well my question was who thinks the movie's gonna be good i i don't think it'll be bad i think it'll be like you know swords and sorcery fantasy marvel style yeah you know it's gonna be that that's exactly what it's gonna be it's not gonna be great it's not gonna be good it's just gonna be like oh here's you know an extended snl sketch it's a popcorn flick it to be just slightly better than the 2002 jeremy irons dungeons and dragons movie just slightly better I think it'll be like I I like those directors mm-hmm. and they're they're pretty solid writers as well. Like I really enjoyed Game Night, which is what they one of them did, which was like a Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams, yeah. I think. Yeah. And it was just this really cute little like weird caper comedy and I was like, you know, I'm vibing with this. I feel it. Like it's funny. It's not too funny. And it's not trying too hard, which are two things that like will kill a comedy film really really fast. Uh, so yeah, I think it'll be good. I don't think it'll be great. (laughs) It'll be a solid romp. Like you watch it for something to watch with your homies when you can't agree on anything else. Right. I don't think it's. I don't think it's going to be offensive. Yeah. I think it'll be a movie. Bad. It'll be a movie. Yeah. It'll be a film. It'll sure. (laughs) It'll sure. It's going to be on on the screen for sure. (laughs) (laughs) I well. Also, another thing I'm not looking forward to is the internet's reaction to this movie because I mean just off of one trailer we had to hear a bunch of neckbeard nerds go you can't walk sheep into Albert and I'm like oh god this is gonna you be you can now they changed they changed gotcha. they changed one D D so that you can wild shape into an owlbear now. So we're up one wild shape, fellas. This movie yeah. has already done so much for us. Suck it, nerds. Look at look at what the gift that keeps on giving. The D&D movie. We have a Chris Pine resurgence. That man got paid $11 million to be in that film. And he should have been paid more. He was paid more than the rest of the cast. Like, there's no... Even, like, even Hugh Grant did not get paid Damn. as much as Chris Pine, which is so funny. And I'm just like, Hugh Grant on the red carpet. We can bark at Hugh Grant. Yeah, exception. He's he's an exception to the rule because he will bark back. See? I refuse to acknowledge him as Grant. He is now just James Bond's husband, and that's so real. <laughs> yeah, right. fair. good for him. His you know man what? is out solving mysteries. Honestly, like who can blame him for just being a house husband? To Benoit Blanc, <laughs> girl, goal. I I wouldn't work it's either. Go no. No, I wouldn't want to work. He would find everything out way too fast. And I'm just like, let me tell you about the office drama. And he's just like, it was it was Betsy and accounting, right? And I'd be like, fuck you, man. Like, let me tell the goddamn story. <laughs> Betsy from HR threw out your lunch. And it's like, yeah, she did. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like, I, would he would he be able to figure it out? He can't even play Among Us. Like Okay. <laughs> Among Us is hard. Thank you. Uh oh. You know what? I'm, I, I can immediately Horrible. see that I fucked up. So I'm just going to retract that. Among space. Us is super hard. Shut up. This is wild. Yes. Benoit but dear, Blanc slander. Truly. Leave him out of this. But, Brother Bear, what fandom stuff is bothering you? Oh, fandom stuff? Not, yeah. not so of much. The I, I mean, 
we we have a follow up from the last episode. Uh, I I don't know if we want to talk. We about cannot it. next. Okay. <laughs> 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 this is why you're leading me show. Um, <laughs> fandom stuff. I, I you know I just I guess this is a standing mm-hmm. a, a standing thing for me, but just uh fuck toxic star wars fans just in general oh, forever yeah. and always <laughs> like i think they're the worst of the worst is star wars <laughs> yeah you why, know star wars. Like, you know mm. why are we even doing star wars after andor it's just like it's dumb you know diego luna was a leading man and it peaked right there and we we don't we don't need anymore i i i respectfully disagree because i can't get enough Baby Yoda or Grogu. Like, I just, I really? need more. I need Why? more. It's because you're a parent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't feel any attachment to that little green insect. What? You can look at that little, you can look at that little baby and, and not feel things. Why no, he always touching him... shit? <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't care for him. He's far I too grown to be touching Grogu. shit the way he's touching shit. Yeah, he is 50 plus years old. Literally, grow the fuck up, Grogu. <laughs> I'm disgusted. I can't agree with this. (laughs) I can't agree with this. You're taking it too far. Get it together, Grogu. A fifth-year-old man, he can get AARP benefits. He can't not touch the goddamn spaceship. Dude, Well, he's still a baby. All right. Pay your taxes. (laughs) I hate that little fucker. And... Dislike, maybe I could get that. I hate that little fucker. I manifested the worst for Grogu every day. <laughs> I'll, I'll fully be like, I just like don't care for him. I just don't. If find somebody him offered me five dollars to punt Grogu, I would say keep the five dollars. Fuck, I need five dollars I mean, for his head is very football shaped, so I yeah. get it. It's like an instinct. It really is. That's uh, the additional field goal on the <laughs> on the game. Fuck Grogu just, lives, man. And the thing, the thing is, like the Mandalorian that first new episode, trash. It's boring. It's so boring. Why Let's do talk we... about the elephant in the room? There, Dave Filoni. Like... You will never see the kingdom of heaven. <laughs> what? You're talking about the Saint Dave Filoni, the savior of Star Trek. <laughs> He will never see the kingdom of heaven, and I can guarantee that. Oh, uh, man. Oh, man. So I, didn't, I didn't think I was going to get my feelings hurt this episode. <laughs> John Favreau, you too. You will not see the gates of God. I mean, who would we rather have? J.J. Uh, Abrams or Dave Filoni? I just think we should stop giving men opportunities. Literally, you know what? I, no can't, I can't disagree with that. I cannot disagree with that. No I would like. Men. I would like a woman. I would like a person of color. I would like someone who is not a rich, white, entrenched male. Yeah, that's yeah. I can't. I can't argue against that. I can't. I yeah, can't. I want to, but I can't. And yeah. as a fan fiction writer, let me just say something real quick. The fan fiction written about Mando, like there was a tweet that was like, "This has set back women's rights so far," and it has. I have read fan fiction every day of my life since I was like ten because i have mental problems the fanfic for mandalorian is so heinous what's like, wrong with it the things they want me to do a lot of it's bad also what? i'm like grogu is in the room <laughs> get him out of there no 
Uh, Every single pic starts the same. It's like, you're Grogu's babysitter. And like Mando comes back and he's been shot by a blaster. I'm like, first of all, he's bleeding out everywhere. Why are we having sex? (laughs) No time like the present. I mean, some people are some people are into it, Joy. You don't like your kink. Don't kink shame here. Like I am going to because like at that point you're neglecting every job you have as Grogu's babysitter (laughs) and I guess Mando's home dog. It's like shouldn't I be patching him up and making sure Grogu ate dinner? Why am I fucking right now? (laughs) I can't read the fix. I have too much responsibility. I'm like I'm clocked in. I'm on the clock. Uh, See, I I think I read a couple of those fix, a couple like Mandalorian fix, and it was just boring. Yeah, and and I think that that's nothing to do with like the skill of those fanfic writers. I think a lot of it has to do with like the Mandalorian just isn't that good. Literally, he's not sec. He doesn't say much. Okay, and this tells you about how when people are like, women are shallow. Absolutely not. Mando has got a hood on and he says jack shit. <laughs> yeah, like he's he not literally saying has anything. Five lines. Oh man, Pedro Pascal gets so much money for like staying in a phone bo- like a phone booth, just recording <sighs> yep. for like whole seasons. Right. My man, like, really nailed it. Like, good for him, but also... Grogu, stay in the pod. That's a million right there. He's getting that... uh, Easy. He's he's getting that Star Star Wars money and that Game of Thrones money. Star Wars money, Game of Thrones money. Last of Us money. Last of Us money. Like, honestly, the amount of times that Pedro Pascal has taken, like, a weird magical child across the world is two i i don't know why it keeps <laughs> happening but it's weird it's happened twice he's gonna frankly. escort a child to safety if that's the last thing he does <laughs> and it he's probably in, will be the last thing he does. it probably will be like multiple times it will be like the end of him yeah both times yeah anyway uh he's just like taking the daddy thing a little bit too far too i far. think He's method acting. He is method acting. Like he's not. Just a, keep he doesn't even have a kid. I don't think. No. no, he does not. But he's just heard daddy so many times that it's just like gotten into his head, and he's like, "I must protect the child." And he's now not, that's I, all he's yeah. done for like seven years. All right. So I have to ask, what's our what are what are our thoughts on Last of Us? I haven't watched it. Joy. Nope. Have not watched it. HBO is expensive. That's fair. I'll give you my login. Like, how do you uh, do okay. You have to check it out. It's awesome. The funny part about this is, like, I could technically write off all of my streaming subscriptions as a for my job. Yeah. And I'm still too cheap. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh. I, 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 I know. Will, I will tell you all this much. There's an episode of without without spoiling it there is an episode of last of us where they introduce a character that is very clearly right leaning mm-hmm. uh but he is an lgbtq member and it, it's done beautifully i think it's done pretty well but i i'm not the i'm not is the... that the gay cinema episode yes okay and uh what's funny to me is that everybody left that episode with the same joke, which is like some MAGA guy watching the show going, yeah, that's me, that's me. And then like halfway through the episode, I'm going, wait, no, that's not me anymore. (laughs) He's not just like me for real. I I feel like Neil Druckmann, the guy who's writing uh, uh, Last of Us, and he's also the game creator, I truly feel like, um, he he caught he got a lot of shit for Last of Us too. A lot of 
transphobes came out, a lot of homophobes came out and just bashed the game. They leaked it early. And I feel like this show is his vengeance. Like, <laughs> just like, <laughs> he oh, will you get guys the last thought, You thought Last of Us 2 was, was too much? Okay. <laughs> Damn. Let's get homosexual. <laughs> Make them kiss. Make it. <laughs> Homo. Yes. Um, yes, homo. My nerd gripe this week. Um, this is, it's just so stupid. The so long, The longer I spend in the Batman fandom, Ooh. the longer I grow tired of it. Yeah. The, yeah. How long have you been in it? On and off legitimately since I was a child. I got Ooh. really heavy into it again recently and like it is so crazy how the more things change, the more they stay the same. We have a resurgence of fighting over who's the best Robin and what Robins deserve attention. Dick Gracie. I'm glad you think so, but I'm not, I don't like, think so. I know so. Listen, I'm a Tim Drake Stanny, and that means I'm a marginalized citizen online. <laughs> I qualify for veterans' discounts. <laughs> you, you need to like apply for protections, frankly. Literally, uh, like. It's gotten so bad. You hop on Twitter and there's eight dissertations from eight different people about why Tim Drake sucks and Damien, the new Robin, the one that's probably going to be the next Robin we see in the DC universe. Yes. Like he's going to be the best. And I have just had enough of being gotta, bullied by children. <laughs> I got a question mm-hmm. for you just in general. I don't go here. I don't go to DC. Like yeah. that's not my bag. Don't. Um, <laughs> You don't need to warn me away. I'm like staying, staying out of it. Uh, aren't they all like pathetic? Yes, and that's the best part. First of all, everybody else in this goddamn universe, shut the fuck up. Everybody else in this goddamn universe are metas. They all have superpowers. They all run fast or fly or have laser eyes. The fucking Robins. You know what their power is? Dead parents, parents that don't love them, neglect. How are any of us arguing about who's Ooh, winning, baby girl? We lost. But asses that do not quit. Literally. Like that's, 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 that's just their only crazy. superpower is like cake. Literally, their power is slay. <laughs> they decided to But sell. not actually slay. Like not that's slay. kind of the funniest thing. It's like slay, but like not really slaying. Which just is like, so funny. Gosh, they like, can't do how anything are they the right. most traumatized? They have the most right out of anybody in the DC universe to be killing left and right. And Batman has the nerve to go, no, that's not us. Girl, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> not everyone can be bajillionaires. Bruce, let us have a moment. Oh, and that's another thing that's been killing me. So, oh my God. Batman fans <laughs> recently became leftists. Like they figured out how politics work. And now they're trying to argue the Robin arguments, except this time using like class commentary. No. So Tim Why? Drake is canonically What's the from- point? Right? That's what I want to know. Who wins when we do this? Tim Drake, the character, is canonically from a wealthy family. And Jason Todd is canonically from a not so wealthy family. And now Jason Todd fans are like, crazy how because Jason's poor. <laughs> you guys hate him. What? <laughs> Jason's <laughs> poor? Jason's poor? We are all poor. We're reading comic books. We're all worse off for it, frankly. Literally. We're like, all first poor. Of all, he's not God. poor. He was adopted by Batman, and Batman to this day hasn't sent that motherfucker to jail. So you know that trust fund's still hidden. Uh, nobody is without cash in that family. Nobody. Nobody Truly. is suffering. 
if somebody told me like you lose your parents but Bruce Wayne adopts you and you become a gazillionaire, sorry mom and dad. <laughs> Brutal. I want to drive the Batmobile. Oh no. I mean, like you can get rid of dad, but not mom. What the? Listen. <laughs> Mom looked me dead in the eyes once and said, I wish you were as nice as you were pretty. And that haunts me to this day. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> At least you come by your by your attitude honestly. Like you definitely inherited that shit. I know. Like who says an well evil done. woman line like that to their child? <laughs> yeah, I mean Mom is she wrong? She ate. Like, literally, she slayed. <laughs> she looked at me and she goes, oh, I'm making a supervillain out of this one. <laughs> and it worked. Uh, Surprise! <laughs> let, let's let's kind of flip Incredible. the fandom thing uh, mm-hmm. on over. Have, have either of you seen the new Ant-Man movie? No. no. <laughs> I'm retiring from liking the MCU, fun fact. Okay. I it's like literally part of my job to see these stupid films and I'm just like I'm not <laughs> like I'm, really. I'm gonna like I'm gonna job. like <laughs> it's one of those things where I'm just like I am going to watch the gifs of Jonathan Majors being a baller and I'm gonna Period. pretend like I saw the film because that's apparently all that matters it's just yeah. Jonathan Majors flexing saying an intense line glaring at someone and I'm just like uh-huh there I it is. Out of that one, Jonathan. Cinema. <laughs> I, I apologize in advance then because I do have a rant on this movie. Sure, know, as long as you hate it. it. As long as you hate it. All right. So we went from Thanos, who mm-hmm. pretty much whenever he was on screen, he was G checking somebody, just like straight up beating mm-hmm. that ass. Yes. To the the big bad now is Kane, who is Jonathan Major, who is like an imposing actor. He looks fit as shit, and he's technically 0-2 against two mediocre white people. <laughs> now, now, if if we look at if we look at when he first showed up in Loki, Loki he yeah. gets he gets dogged by Sylvia. Like oh, he, yeah. and then we got Ant-Man where <sighs> listen, I love Marvel with my entire chest. I learned to read why. It hurts I, you so I, much. I learned to read. Is the pain worth it? I learned to read from X Men comics. Like that's and how I learned you're to grown. read. Uh, yeah, they. You're Marvel, an adult, Noir. Marvel Grow expects up, me to believe <laughs> that there is a world where Paul Rudd could ever put the pause on Jonathan Majors. I can't, listen, I can believe there is an ancient Nordic space god sure, who sure. flies with a hammer. Yep. I can believe that Mark Ruffalo turns into a giant green rage monster. I cannot get my brain to accept that Paul Rudd would ever get more than one shot off of Jonathan Majors before, without any superpowers, he just gets wrecked. And this movie's like, nah, nah, it's 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 somewhat of a fight. Like, come Incredible. on, come on. No. Look, man, this is the danger of resting an entire thirty-one film franchise with all white people mm. and one black man. 
and he, he killed it every time. <laughs> he killed it every time, and now right. he's not here anymore. We're we just like, finally well, get I guess. the B, the B B E G, and mm-hmm. he, it, it, he's caught two L's. Like I, I can't, I can't go into it any further. But it's just he, right. he's lost twice. I mean, if it helps, Jonathan Majors is winning. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. In the end, he's got this. In the end. Yeah. It just hurts. Listen. It hurts. <laughs> and I guess this is going to lead into my semi rant because I'm so serious. When I say I retired from the MCU, I am dead ass. I'm not paying money to see those in the theaters anymore. I am so fucking finished. First of all, I'm the biggest Captain America stand in the world. Everyone oh that's going to argue that, suck these nuts, fellas. I loved Steve and Grant Rogers more than I loved Oxygen. <laughs> I and- mean, I I might fight you on that one, but only because I'm a Bucky stan. Okay, listen, me too. I believe they kiss. I know they explored each other's bodies. I, I, know, I know, that. know they kissed. I know that they know each other carnally. Literally. Literally. According Back to canon, that- you were both wrong. That's not true. I was Fuck there. you. I was there what was canon? Written. What is canon? Stan Lee wrote that they kissed, but then he spilled ink on the paper, so you couldn't see that part. <laughs> How dare you blaspheme? (laughs) But basically, like, Steve's whole character arc, I think, was assassinated for the sake of, like, Endgame or whatever the fuck, ushering in this new generation of heroes. And I was willing to accept that. I said, fine, whatever. He goes back into the past, shoots his character development in the foot. I don't care. I'll grow. I'll change. They're introducing the Young Avengers in the most silly, goofy, quirky way. And the casting all along the way has been anti-joy rhetoric <laughs> wait <laughs> because, what's the young avengers what are we doing here okay so help me out there's a lineup of heroes that mm. um basically they like have the powers of the old avengers but they are young they're they're pretty cool i love them they're very queer they're very fun i really recommend their comics they're really not good. the movies not the movies though <laughs> Because they've been showing up like Easter eggs in all of the movies. Wanda Maximoff's oh, twin yeah, boys. Yeah. Yes. Uh, yeah, seeing yeah. them show up was a bit interesting. Um, yeah. They're very Wick- young. Wiccan. Yeah, Wiccan and Quicksilver, right? Quicksilver 2. Uh, it, I believe it's Wiccan and Hulkling. No, Wiccan and Wiccan... Hulkling are the gay ones. The twins are oh. Wiccan and Speed. Yeah, yeah Wiccan right, and Speed. Uh, America Chavez. Yes. Okay. Um, Wait, who was not originally a young Avenger? Oh. Stature showed up in Ant Man. Stature, Lang, Cassie Lang, Stature. Yeah. Okay. Hawkeye. Patri- uh, Hawkeye, oh, Hawkeye, was Hawkeye. Patriot oh, was yep. in America and the Winter Soldier, the show. Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Did did Patriot really show up? I yeah. watched that show. I must have blacked it out. So he, he didn't, didn't show, show up, up as a his... hero. Yeah. He was Isaiah Bradley's ne- grandson. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I did not make the connection that he's going to be a young Avenger. Ugh. Oh, I did. Poor boy. And I'm having a nightmare. <laughs> because Okay, what's wrong? What's going on? What is like eating your butt? I'm so glad you asked. So the ages, <laughs> first of all, of all these actors are very sporadic. And that's giving me some chest pains. Because, um... Joy. America... <laughs> what? You cannot, what? like, you cannot... All the actors have ages. They're all aged. They're all weird. Like you cannot expect like casting casting ages to be like we have to plan 
25 years in advance. So we need to get people who are all 12. Like it just doesn't work like that. Like Listen, we're going to, we're going to hire the characters are, are supposed to be gay and kissing. They got the actors got to be of appropriate age to be gay and kiss each other. And so far they've been strategically casting. So no one can kiss. And they're acting like <laughs> I didn't see that fucking coming. <laughs> what do you mean? 16 year olds kiss on screen all the time. No, not if one of them's 20 fucking three. How old's Hawkeye? <laughs> what? Wait, what? So, so there's yeah you got it so, brother take it away <laughs> so i think it, it, you let me know if i'm wrong you're talking specifically about wanda's kids oh uh, one mm. of wanda's kids is wiccan who uh who partners up with hulkling they didn't introduce hulkling but they did introduce uh scar who is the son of hulk uh and he's like easily 25 27 while the person that's supposed to play his boyfriend is 12. <laughs> I don't I don't think Scar is going to be Hulkling. That's not No, how they it works. have casted a Hulkling already. He's either oh, going to show up Yes, he's either showing up in the Marvel's movie coming out or Agatha House of Harkness. Either way, they have him casted and he is still 20 something. And then I mean, it, here here's the thing about those those uh, Maximoff boys, they aged from literally fetuses into 12 years old in like a, the span of a month. They're going to sure. grow up just fine. It's not. I know. Yeah, you, you go, I'm well, also I talking about how um, in the comics there is like tension and flirting between Hawkeye, late girl Hawkeye, and America yeah. Chavez. Girl Ooh. Hawkeye in the movies, 20 something. Once again, sure. last time we saw sure. America Chavez, 16. One time's an accident. This happens multiple times. I'm like, do you not want gay teens to be on TV? Just tell me so I can leave. I don't think that it's going to be like that because Hawkeye was still in high school. Remember, like there was that whole thing about how she had to like sneak out of boarding school. Yeah. Yeah. I'm you just... might still get. I, I, I... Like she's like 17 in in her little series. Like, yes, the actors are like. Yeah, how old America Chavez's actor though? That's what I want to know. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I disagree with you, Joy, on the whole age thing being mm -hmm. the reason. Mm -hmm. But I do agree that I don't think Disney has it in them to portray the relationship the way the comics did. Yeah, uh, because they have been incredibly gun shy with. LGBTQ characters like I don't what? know if we, I don't know crazy if we, <laughs> I don't know if we remember oh my how God. I don't know if we remember how Star Wars made a big deal about like there's a gay character in Star Wars we okay it was like a, Listen, almost we, <laughs> we cannot go into gay people in mega billion dollar franchises because we are just gonna get angry and mad and we are gonna be disappointed because they suck and they're yeah, doing good. bad. Let's get on to black people in these franchises. America We're, Chavez was supposed to be Afro-Latina. <laughs> Let's talk about I, that. <laughs> all right. I, you guys can talk about that. I'll sit here. I'll wait. All right. Look, look, I, for, the for the listeners at home, I am white. <laughs> I, I can't, like, the, this is an audio medium. You can't tell. I'm a, I'm a white boy. And um, our black king, Linda the <laughs> Like, I identify as black. Brother. <laughs> it is March. 
It is March. You it's not even claimed. No. Because the brother will begin Linda's night at midnight. Oh, no. Say it. <laughs> No, I I do. You I can't, am like I, oh, invite me to the cookout, but don't don't do this to me. Like Scott Adams got canceled. If the creator of Dilbert isn't safe, I'm dead. In all fairness, like I mean, let's talk about that because that motherfucker. No, if you oh, want to okay. talk about fumbling okay. the bag, this man, I I think he is top three bag fumblers of all time. All all he had to do. All he had to do was shut the fuck up. Like, that, that's literally, I've never seen somebody not shut the fuck up and cost them millions. The creator of Dilbert, for whatever reason, got on camera and was just like, my advice to white people, don't fuck around with black people because it, gets it, it, always, it always ends bad. And you know what? I identify as black. Now what? It's just like, yeah, he no. went on, like he went on he went on like a video a video podcast thing and he was like, "Well, I identify as black." And this the black man like interviewing him is just sort of like stone-faced. He's just like, "Why do you think that?" And white boy says, "Well, I fight for the black community and I just think that if I'm doing all of this for 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 this community, I should be able to identify with that community. And I'm just like, <sighs> it's just like, there's Lord. something, it's just like, it's so horrible. So horrible and like self-serving and gross. And I'm just like, <laughs> no. That is so no. whacked. It was wild. That. It was like the craziest thing I'd ever watched. And I'm just like, it's unreal. And then he's talking about how like, you know, Black Lives Matter, the uh, the the organization mm-hmm. is kind of fraudulent. Uh, it's corrupt as shit. There's, yeah. a little th- there's some weird shit happening there. Yeah, absolutely. He's like, Where does the money go? <laughs> and he's he's up there like, well, I found out that Black Lives Matter, the the foundation, was full like was like super corrupt, and I stopped giving them money, and I gave money to this other organization, and it's just like. You're not special. You're not no. cute. You're not a good person. And then he's just like, I identify as black. Why should I work for this community and not get any of the benefits? And we're like, the benefits. <laughs> the benefits. I know. He said that. He said it, Joy. Joy, it's so. I am so. T- like, oh my God. Being <laughs> white sometimes sounds so fun. Like, hold on, everybody. <laughs> Let me cook. Let him cook. Like, because there are some things I can say as a black person that like are never gonna hit the same and let's talk about this actually I want to get into this me and my friends of color have been doing this thing recently where we will give ourselves little breaks to talk like white people talk and when I tell you there's no greater serotonin than like eating a piece of like steak or something that tastes really good and then saying in your best white dad voice oop that's dangerous keep that away from me (laughs) and like it's oh crazy. my god! I do that too. I go to retail stores and it's like, oh, it's not ringing up. I guess that makes it free. Oh, you know what my favorite thing to do is? Like, so you go to a restaurant, right? And then it gets crowded right behind you to be like, yeah. oh, beat the rush. Everybody's following <laughs> us in. Like, you guys are not cosplaying as white people. You're just cosplaying as middle-aged 
dads. Yeah, they're the best. I love the middle. Oh, oh my God. Don't I love when white people are about to fight and then one of them goes, take a walk, buddy. Oh. All right, but here's here's where I have sympathy Incredible. For, for our white for our white friends. Mm-hmm. Which is like I'm pretty when, sure we don't need a lot of it, but sure. What, you guys get me. some as a treat. Yeah, yeah. But feel here's bad where, for me. What do we got? I'm pretty pathetic. It, I get it. Here's where it comes from. Like, honestly, the black community, like when when we have somebody say something embarrassing, we typically know where it's gonna come from. Like, it's just like, oh, black folks took an L this week. That's probably a Candace Owens or a Kanye just not shutting the fuck up. White, like white folks, it. I can't listen. I can't can come from anywhere. I can never to Papa John. I can never predict where it's coming from. And like we're talking about the guy from Dilbert, but he was not the most embarrassing white guy. The most embarrassing white person this week. Do you know who, was? who the most embarrassing white person this week was? Who? No, Roseanne Barr. So yes. what did she do? Fox okay. has their own streaming platform. Of course. And so on the streaming platform, Roseanne has a comedy special where it's all like, I was canceled, but now I'm coming back and I'm edgier than ever. Listen, if you want to play a fun game, here's the game. Uh, Find you and some of your closest friends. If you partake, get stoned to shit and see how far you can make it through this special. It is awful <laughs> but it's awful in the way where it's so Why? bad like, what what is it oh i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a couple of jokes you ready yeah yeah what's going on all right what are what are my people doing to embarrass me now all right so everybody's talking about pronouns these days well my pronouns are kiss my ass <laughs> that's so funny i hate that for us <laughs> You know, I've got a bunch of ungrateful children. They're so dumb, they don't even know what a woman is. They're asking, what's a woman? I'm a woman. That That's another joke. <laughs> the only joke on this show is these people's lives that have led them to this point. Oh, yeah. You reminded Good me. God. Did you know Matt Reif got canceled this week? I don't even know who that is. He's the sexy TikTok comedian that. Yeah. So basically, TikTok loves. accidentally deified a like a mildly okay looking white guy, mm-hmm. uh, but the problem is he's a stand up comedian, so he was definitely gonna hop on stage and say something transphobic eventually. And oh, it's only a matter of time. Yeah. So here it is. He <laughs> finally stood up true. on stage and said something transphobic. <laughs> I. I'm and it's an, another day that ends in Y. Well done, stand-up Yo, what, comedians. What the fuck is everybody's deal with trans folks? They just want to be—they just want to be left the fuck alone. Like we I do. don't get That'd it. That'd be really cool, actually. Just like, <laughs> like don't they, talk to any of us, please. Like yeah, it's, it's so uh, easy. It's literally so easy to leave trans folks alone. You, you here's how you do it. It's nice to meet you. What's your pronouns? Okay, I'll call you by that. That's literally it. That's the whole game. That's Man, the whole ball game. Wouldn't it be cool? Gosh, it seems unreachable. What a dream, <laughs> a fantasy. It's truly a utopia I can only imagine exists in my deepest, darkest desires. It's in someone's bottle in a ditch somewhere that they've just bottled up and like buried. You know, that's just where my dreams are. Leave trans folks the fuck alone. I don't yeah. understand it. 
but that's my problem with these comedians too because it's like it's not even jokes anymore they just stand up on stage and say something hateful which is so annoying because as a young queer person if you ask young queer people to make jokes about like being trans or being queer they're so good at it they are so good at it (laughs) there's a comedian on tiktok that tells the best trans jokes it's hilarious like, he, like our lives are very funny being trans is hilarious it's so <laughs> stupid like we love it but also like it's the dumbest shit out there and it is so fucking funny to sort of talk to people about like and then i went into the right bathroom and people just like really stared at me when i left and it was funny and i just like did some finger guns or like oh my gosh wait that i had one friend who went into the woman's bathroom and she's a woman uh who like dresses very mask like very very butch and this one woman was like staring at her as she came out of the stall so my friend just like lifted up her shirt <laughs> listen she did a <laughs> she really ate <laughs> no i mean it's so funny i like introducing myself with like sometimes he him pronouns just any pronouns just freak people out and like this gets cis men so scared they don't know what to do they're attracted to me, but I said he, him. What do they do? This man, I say my he, him pronouns, and he goes scared, terrified, like weird and scream. He goes, do you have a dick? And like he said it in such an odd like way that I panicked. And so then I answer <laughs> with the worst answer you can ever have. I go, on me now? <laughs> <laughs> like in, in my pocket? Like currently? <laughs> Let me look at let me look at my purse one sec. I'm over here. Yes. Like, Do I with me? No. Uh, oh shit! You're right. I left it at home. My bad. Like well, ten minutes. I'll be right back. My dick fell off. Like it's hard. Uh, all right. So uh, uh, oh, he, no. he, here's the topic, and I might regret it. <laughs> so I got I got hurt in the intersectionality today, or or mm-hmm. not today, but this week. I okay. We we all know that Hogwarts Legacy is a thing, and I uh, I I'm sick of seeing it. It's everywhere on my TikTok, and I'm not playing the game. I've 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 already made that choice. Mm-hmm. However, tick Black TikTok right now, they are invading Hogwarts and turning it into a HBCU. Yeah, <laughs> I've seen right them. Na- right now there's stroll disses and like they've got dances and everything they're coming out with clothing and it's fucking lit and i'm like i really wish nope. we would do this for a franchise that's oh, yeah. not this because it's funny listen it's funny as shit and i hate to admit that there are like there are tiktoks about doing drive-bys on brooms it's hilarious <laughs> But like I, I can't really enjoy it because it's like I'm not partaking in this. This is fucking awful, and it's just like this shit is complicated, y'all. I mean, I, you just have to think of it as like that's a black culture tee hee ha ha, and not like a Hogwarts tee hee ha ha. Mm-hmm. Like you can laugh because it's the culture and not because of where it's supposedly taken place, and you can kind of do that for any franchise if you think about it. Being black in most IPs is hilarious. I love to think if I was in Scream because, like, as a black woman, my hobby is like hanging up on phones when I'm done talking. <laughs> What's your favorite scary movie? Dinner's here, and you hang up, and then it's over. <laughs> <laughs> There's a 
Oh, there's a new film out um, that is a horror film, and it features an all-black cast. And oh! the tagline is, "Not all of us can't die first. <laughs> yep. So it's really good. The blackening. Yeah. The blackening. That's it based off of the people that wrote the movie actually did a YouTube sketch about that. And they they turned the sketch into a full-fledged movie. I highly recommend if you have a chance to go to YouTube and look up the blackening sketch because it's hilarious. I don't know if it's going to spoil the movie, but it's about this killer who happens upon a cabin full of people, but the problem is they're all black. So he gives them the choice. Give me who you all think is the blackest and I'll just kill them. <laughs> you can go. That's, I mean, that's in the trailer. Like, that's fully laid out. And, of course, it's like everyone's just looking at each other. And it's just like, abs- like, not me. Like, absolutely not. It's very funny. And that's when I would survive. <laughs> I got you. I got y'all there. Me, the blackest? Look at this hair texture. I'm free. I'm out. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know. I think I got I, you beat. You live in the inner city. Me. Bye. <laughs> I, live in, I live in North... The north side of Chicago. You live in Chicago, though, right? I live in a suburb. I have a patio. I, I'm, I'm 15 minutes away from Wrigleyville. This is not black. You live in Chicago, right? Bye. I live somewhere Ooh. where deer walk in the middle of the street sometimes. Like, I'm a goddamn Disney princess. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, gosh. <laughs> Just can't. Yeah. Contribute to this this in joke. We get Linda in trouble for two hours straight. <laughs> this was a mistake. This uh, was a mistake. No. Right. I think but, no, we're doing see, good. Now it's that all we're good. Searching for topics. It's, this reminded me of who my guest was. And dear brother, we've been talking about different media that's been coming out recently. Have you seen Interview with the Vampire? <gasps> brother oh mine. The movie or the TV show? The new TV the show. television show. The TV show is infinitely better than the movie. That infinitely. TV show is so good. I, Ooh, I can't so wait for the second good. season. Oh, ladies. So good. Ladies and them to men. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. I got us. Um, what are our thoughts on Lestat? What are we thinking? I think he's going to come back. I think mm-hmm. there's a couple ways they could play this. They could have him sort of stalking Armand and doing like yeah. flashbacks to the time when he and Armand got beef, like yes. bad beef. Uh, they could also do like crazy, absolutely batshit, like the batshit insane, like big brain theory. Yes. Is if they like do do the same thing where they go like back in time and forward in time like they're doing mm-hmm. with, with Daniel Malloy. But it's now it's uh, Lestat as like, Rockstar Lestat. Oh, yes. The Stuart Townsend Lestat. Let's go. And, and so, like, just like Sam Reed gyrating in like low, low leather pants. And yes. I'm just like, the whole time, I'm just like, no. That's what I want. Okay. okay I, need well, to see. I, I have a quick question. I have an answer. Who is the best Lestat? Stuart Townsend, the guy from the TV show, or Tom Cruise? Honestly, I think Sam Reed was just like made to serve cunt. Yes. I think he really is. Sam Reed like, ate down the delivery built. of every line. Fucking. I loved gaslighting. 
I that show is so good if you love to be gaslit his little accent is so weird and I'm just like I don't know where it came from but I'm like really fucking into it it's like a weird mix of like French Australian and Cajun and I'm like work being in my house is hell right now because I keep doing that voice (laughs) I heard your hats dancing (laughs) you left without saying goodbye Again, <laughs> he is such a good. Like, is he a good partner? No. Is he funny? Yeah. First cis man to ever successfully baby trap another cis man. Like, let's think about that. he's breaking down. <laughs> he really did. He was just like, "Oh, you want to leave me? But what will you do about our daughter?" And, and like, poor Louis is just like, "What do you mean, our daughter?" And like, and Liston is like. This girl, Claudia, the little black girl you just dragged in here. Oh and Louis God. is just like, oh, fuck. Louis got, got like, trapped by fatherhood Louis real Louis was trying to leave, and Lestat said, oh, that's not good for the baby. <laughs> Listen, I thought Kirsten Dutch did an amazing job as Claudia. She did. But, uh, but I, I'm sorry, Bailey Bass in the TV show, she killed it as Claudia. I was terrified of that little girl. She's, it's really, I think that like aging her up Mm -hmm. has done an incredible number for her narrative because I think that like uh, Kirsten Dunst's Claudia when she was like 10 or 12 was like almost the right age to be weird but like a little too old to be like really really weird and i mean that in the books you know claudia is like five or six years old yeah she's baby so it's one of those things where it's like having like a baby vampire is horrific having like a 10 year old vampire like creepy but like there's still a lot of agency you can have as a 10 year old and but having this like vampires like a 16 year old with like raging emotions like never gonna be a woman like incredible just like the up in that narrative and that tension is just wonderful especially because like when claudia is like which one of you is gonna fuck me and i'm just like work period because because that's in the book too like a little five-year-old is saying that to louis and there's this like weird relationship between the two of them so aging claudia up and having her actually like verbalize that desire is just so good it is so good that's a top tier show and i cannot wait for it to come back i i didn't think i was gonna like it i i went in kind of wanting to not like it because i Mm. i I don't know i was just like right no i was skeptical too because i was like oh this is gonna be like a fun little supernatural style like thing i thought and i had very low expectations and then i was like wait one hot fucking second period they ate it they ate down. What's four plus four? Eight. 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 <laughs> God, I hate you so much. I uh, have met Sam Reed and Jacob Anderson in person. And Joy is destroyed. Re- Joy is destroyed. Yeah. Reed. We had like a 30 minute conversation, like three of us, because I was like moderating a giant interview between uh geo media what we do is when we when we get celebrities in every now and then we have like a uh off the record conversation with them where it's like a live stream to like the whole company and when they choose one person from the company to like lead a conversation with the with the talent so for Sam Reed and Jacob Anderson because I had been like obsessing over 
interview with the vampire for like a month or two my editor was like do you want to do this interview and I'm like hell yeah I do uh so I literally got to just chat with them for like 30 minutes on live stream and totally off the record nobody's ever seen it nobody will ever see it and then I got to like hang out with Sam and eat pizza as Jacob did his one-on-one interviews for The Root (laughs) and then I interviewed both of them for io9 it was really fun so my a question piece of me is broken now. <laughs> my Listen. question to both of you, to yeah. both of you, is if you if you got offered a guest spot on Interview with the Vampire where you were just going to be killed, like yes. it's it's one of those guest spots where you're just there to be vampire food. Absolutely. Who, who yeah. are you opting to get it killed by? <laughs> I want Lestat to absolutely rock my shit and to gaslight me as I go. (laughs) This isn't happening to you. You're fine. No, literally, I want to walk in this room and just be like, why is this so dark and like scary? And for him to be like, this is literally a normal house. (laughs) Eat me, daddy. That's basically what you're going to say to that man. Um... I would probably say Armand, that freaky little goblin that's got shit up his sleeve. I know it. That man once like literally stitched pieces of a corpse bed together and gave it to the like the mother and was like, it's all better now, right? And that Real. that freaky little creepazoid, I know he does weird shit. Yes. <laughs> and I wanna see it. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, Armand. I wanna be there. I wanna be that weird shit he does. Uh anyway, Armand. Yes. yes, 100%. Yeah. Okay, now I have a question for us because people may not know this because Linda keeps it under lock and key. I had to like solve their riddles three before I could see any of it. But Linda has written fanfic before. And so I do want to ask fanfic writer to nerds mm-hmm. in this room with me, mm-hmm. um, what is your like go-to fanfic tag? Like if you see it, you're like, yes, I'm reading this. You're like, I have got to read this oh, shit. Is that something that is that something that people share? Yes. Yes. Okay. Um, it's it I think it really depends on the fandom. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that like I'm really into the idea of like immortal lovers. Ooh. You know? There's That's like real. that tr- that trope is so good. I'm like writing a whole book right now with a with a friend of mine because I love that trope so much. Like just the idea of like, you know, on again, off again, like trying to figure out like what's going on, the magic of it, the fantasy of it, like the the kind of like weird expanse through time and like the idea of time as you are like in love with someone and like that that changing emotions it's just like there's so much there so immortal lovers i think are, are is always going to be something that i'm just like absolutely that's such a banger what about you brother or do you need me to go what do you think uh no i, I got one okay i'm gonna i'm gonna be judged yeah <laughs> i'm just sure. bracing for the judgment uh i Ooh. think it's called yandere oh girl what <laughs> girl <laughs> judge me judge me i don't we are we are this is us judging you we're not we're just disappointed we're not mad that is we're just sad yikes dog bring me the psycho killer girl damn yikes oh damn and you have a partner and you're saying all that oof yikes i know uh. i know 
Anyway, how do we move on from that? (laughs) What's your trope? What's like your like number one? Mm, This is like any time, like no matter what else is in that like like tag (laughs) section, like you you will ignore all else if you see this one tag. That is so hard because there's like. Okay, I've been reading like hyper specific, not even shippy fanfic recently. Sure, sure, but, sure. So sure. this is okay. This is for all my Batman girls, all my Batman fandom girlies. You guys are gonna know what I'm talking about, especially given that I said my favorite character is Tim Drake. Let's get into this. If I find a fanfic where it's not only found family, but specifically the person came from like a bad family first, and then the new found family is actively trying to like kind of let them know what it feels like to feel the love of like a family that loves and cares for them oh y'all joy i this says so much about me mentally (laughs) you're so soft you just want to you just want to be cuddled so bad i want a house full of people to tell me that like i deserve to be treated well (laughs) oh joy we're very backwards <laughs> i'm just like i want to i want to i want somebody to love me so much that they'll kill me and everybody next to me you're like i just want a family to hug me <laughs> yeah the whole family because it's like better than just like oh normal found family like we all ended up together no it is one character centric and they want to love this person and teach them how to love recovering from trauma is a big thing dude like just finding ways to cope and move past it and live your life while still like retaining who you are as a person and like what you went through yes i'm with you i got it i i'm on the level and also here's another tag but i think almost solely exists in the batman universe but like enemies to caretaker (laughs) (laughs) oh no that's that no, that's absolutely a tag in uh, the Venom fandom. Yes. <laughs> I, I Venom. never thought Venom would have a fandom. <laughs> what? You didn't know Venom had a fandom? No. Venom, Venom got any Oh pregnant. my god. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, you didn't what? know about the Venom Empreg? <laughs> you don't know about the monster fuckers? You don't oh, know that Venom got any pregnant? I know there are monster fuckers, but like. And you I, didn't immediately connect monster fucking to like two beings tied intimately together, like throughout no. their whole lives with Venom. Like the man is taught, looks like Tom Hardy, and you just like didn't make the connect. Venom Come got Eddie on. pregnant. <laughs> That's canon in the comics. Look it up, bitch. That's true. Yeah, he did. I, I, oh. Yes. I, uh, yeah, Venom, Venom, like the Venom. Venom's also one of those where I'm just like, do I? Maybe. Yes. <laughs> no. It's like, listen. I go through like the ten. I go through like the five stages of grief going into the Venom fandom and figuring out what to read. Like sometimes Venom and Eddie fanfic is so like loving and intimate that I actively have to turn it off. Like <laughs> I have to close it's that too shit up. much. It's so. It's so. It's so. It is too it's, much. It's it so. so I never Ugh. would have considered that. Oh, it's good. Oh, there's wait. something about the the Venom. There's something in the water with the Venom fandom. Like, they're just, like, really fucking on it. They're on one. And this reminded me, now that we're on a fanfic, I'm so excited. It's yeah, rare that yeah, I get yeah. to discuss this, especially on this podcast. Have you ever read a fanfic that literally you read it and you were like, this is literature. This is art. All the time. Can I get a description All of it? Time. Maybe the fandom, if you remember the name. Like, let's get a good review of this. 
<laughs> There's been a, I mean, like, so I, I too have been reading fan fiction since I was 10. Yes. However, I'm 10 years older than you are. <laughs> so uh, maybe I'm like eight, at least eight years older than you are. So, oh, I've read a lot of like really, really incredible fan fiction. A lot of Lord of the Rings fan fiction is just like elevated. Uh, I've read some like, su- what, Nor? What's going on, man? Why are you... <laughs> like what? I know fan fiction exists. It's just the 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 scope of it. I I I oh incredible. It's it's everything's got a fanfic now. Everything so, everything's got a fandom. So even um, things that don't exist. Gondorov. Just, just Gondra, really really yeah. quickly. Have you guys seen Good Omens? Yes. Yeah. You know the scene where like they're trying to see this kid's aura, and they're just like, oh, the kid doesn't have an aura, and it's then they zoom out. And yeah. it's just like encompassing all of it. That's how that's how I perceive fanfic. I know it exists. It's just I never in a million years would have considered somebody sat down and wrote a Lord of the Rings fanfic. Speaking of good omens, there have been some like next level good omens fanfic. And going back to my favorite trope of mortal lovers, yes. it's just like there's some stuff there that's just like sends me into another fucking level. <laughs> I like literally go into the stratosphere with the pining over like millennia, and I'm just like, yes, never touch each other. And yes. it's so hot. Um Oh, I read I read some Fleabag fan fiction between Flea that was like Fleabag and Hot Priest. Really yes, watch that Hot show. Priest, and that that also sent me into the stratosphere. Um, yes. Oh, funny enough, I did read like some high Q fan fiction that just like like buried me. Yeah, it was choice. just like I was just, like I mine. cannot literally just like could not comprehend what was going on i'm just like these are just it's just they're just stupid boys why was am it the I one crying? where bokuro is terminally ill <laughs> <laughs> no okay well don't read the one where bokuto is terminally ill <laughs> oh my god um oh the eagle so i don't know if you guys have ever heard of the eagle the movie, the movie. uh did they have like channing tatum in it yes the eagle That's is a really good movie it is low-key a really good movie. It gets totally shat on all the time, but it's good. So the eagle is a, sort of a a Roman swords and sandals kind of film, but it takes place in ancient Britain when the Romans have invaded. And uh, this Roman soldier, Marcus, gets injured and he's recovering in his like uncle's villa and he, they they go to like basically a mini coliseum and there's like two two boys fighting and one of them's a slave and the slave's about to die and uh Marcus is like no let him live and of course it's like literally Jamie Bell shirtless like rolling around in mud and we're just like oh no we know what's happening so of course what happens is like uh Marcus's uncle buys Jamie Bell, slave Jamie Bell, work for for Marcus work. to be his body slave. No, and- <laughs> yes. So literally, like the first <laughs> half of those films is just this weird, like sexual tension friendship between this like Roman soldier and this like itty bitty twinky Britain guy who does ballet, and it's just like the craziest. Wild. The family huh? we should. The fanfic is so fucking good because, of course, everyone's like taking these old timey, like swords, sandals, and swords tropes and just like 
really making them about like what does honor mean what is masculinity like really diving into these like issues of like warriors and fathers and like what do we owe a country it's just like at like literally exit joy if we ever want to have like a friend date night and watch the eagle and just like dm each other because it's so gay there are some parts of this there's like a fealty oaths sworn over dying like to a man i know multiple oaths joy so many oaths just need to get a, a a fanfic podcast going. YouTube. We do because we haven't even gotten to my list, baby girl. Okay. Yeah, yeah. What do you got? Give what? me some literature. Okay. So first of all, the, I always bring up this fic when I think about fan fiction that has changed the course of America <laughs> and the world. <laughs> so basically, yeah, yeah, yeah there yeah. is a fanfic. It's called something like uh, "The Winter Soldier versus the United States of America," and it is it's a multimedia fanfic yes. that is told through like um, legal mm-hmm. documents, tweets, I've read that posts. Fic. Isn't it good? This makes the world go round. I swear to fucking God. The best part about AO3 is that literally the people who founded AO3 all turned into like Captain America stands. Yes. So it's just like they have like Barna, the best fanfic. Like the Stucky fic. The Stucky fic. That's all I, I can think about. It's all I can think about. Oh, uh, there is this angsty Winter Soldier fanfic that gives me brain damage if I think about it too long. But basically, it's a take on the Winter Soldier thing when they first recover him. But instead of yeah. the mask, like just being a mask he can take on and off, it is like surgically attached to his body and causes a lot of problems. And it's like this angst and it's like kind of body horror. Everybody being like, look what they did to him. And the entire time, Steve is by his side trying to like minimize his pain. And I am like, this is a book. This is a novel. I wish I could write a book report on this. Oh my god. It's and like, beautiful. Oh, oh god. I'm going to I'm going to out myself here. I have written and enjoyed Stony fanfic. Let's get into it. <laughs> Let's oh, get Steve into Tony. It. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Just ignore like Nora full like five seconds to catch up. I really did. You can start to see like the little seconds of that going tick, 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 tick. Steve I like, Tony. I was like, who the fuck is Stony? Oh, Steve and Tony. Yeah, I because oh, I'm boy. a Steve Bucky like all the way. I see Steve Tony and I'm like, hmm. All right. It takes I, good faith to get me to read it. Yeah, I think that there is like a version of Steve and Tony pre Winter Soldier. Yes. That is good yes and i think that there's a lot of like really good drama with like winter soldier shows up and tony's there and steve is there and yes. that's happening and then there's tension and then it's like speak it's on all it. unresolved and it's just so deep and horrible oh also i'm a big fan of bucky and nat there is yes. some there's something to be explored not bucky fic that line when they're fighting i think it was in the winter soldier i can't remember it's been so long but she's like you could at least remember me bit 
I took that line to the fucking bank. I was writing Bucky Matt fanfic. I was right. driving that one yep. when the wheels came off. We will be DMing each other fic. It's fine. Don't worry about it. Like, we, like as soon as we, as truly as soon as we stop recording, we're just like, here's the, here it is. Like, don't banger worry about banger, it. After banger. My, my goal is to find a pairing that has not existed in fan fiction yet. It doesn't. You can doesn't find exist. Jesus slash Judas. Like, anything's yeah. possible. No, you can't. Wait, yeah, yeah, you, you can. can. That's yeah, one of the can. number one ships, dummy. <laughs> Is there a Thanos Tony? Is there a Thony? Do you Probably. want us to look it up? Like no. we can. Your I... child? Are you? Is this a challenge? Like we can go for <laughs> can it. This. I wish y'all could see how ready both of them are. Like, <laughs> listen, Let's rookie. Go. Get, you're playing with the. You're playing with the pros now. <laughs> with the big boys, boys now. now. And while we're talking about Avengers ships, let me tell you about one that you can find like three fanfic for, but it is so good because it's not a pairing, it's a polycule. And I literally ran a Tumblr account for this polycule. It sure, was a sure, mess. Sure. Well, it what, was, what is it? It was Steve, Bucky, Nat, and Sam. And the yeah. way I was driving that barbershop oh, quartet. The barbershop, barbershop quartet. I ran the blog, girlies. You think Everybody I don't know? Audience? Oh, I ran that blog. <laughs> you think I don't know exactly what you're talking about? I know. <laughs> I know. We were I, in there. We were listen, in the trenches. Absolutely, we were. were. I... <laughs> love sam wilson i wrote like an amazing sam wilson fic that nobody will ever read um except for joy i will be reading it um but i also uh, it was really really good sam wilson my poor baby he's so misused in the mcu he has so much unexplored trauma he's such a good boy i fucking love him like there was a moment in there in his show when Bucky just shows up to the cookout and I was yes. like, it was so good. Like Bucky's looks so happy horny. to be invited. Horny, 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 horny. I <laughs> literally needed to go oh, to God. horny prison. I needed to go to the horny penitentiary. I was put in horny solitary confinement. I was taken to the horny yard <laughs> for my horny outdoor time. <laughs> So bad. Bucky, Bucky wanted Sam's sister so goddamn bad. It he was wanted so Sam's cute. last name so bad. He said, Sam, if you aren't marrying me, I'll take your sister. <laughs> he says, I'll be Bucky I'll Wilson, Wilson if I fucking die. <laughs> or die trying. That, that boy, that boy left Wakanda with a type. <laughs> he said, let me do it so Oh no. So we all agree Bucky knows how to do French braids and a silk press. <laughs> Yo, he did, does you see, wig and stuff. did you see Stop. how hurt he was with the durable lodge? literally disarmed him. Oh, they God, he was so sad. What? Black women? Why would you betray me, queens? He said, not my black goddesses. <laughs> Can we get a meme that's just Hotep Bucky? <laughs> Nobody celebrates Black History Month like Bucky. <laughs> he said, my Coco Queens. <laughs> he wakes Sam up early in the morning Stop. and he goes, time for me to put cocoa butter on your skin. And Sam is like, it's 6.30. Bucky's just like, maintenance, baby. Like, we know how this works. You skip one day and suddenly, like, it, you have you a problem. Like, Bucky is like, Sam, Sam, 
can I put your do-rag on? Wave check. <laughs> like, I did love the scene. Bucky, Bucky picks out, like, silk silk, silk sheets and pillowcases. It's just like, is this one good, baby? Like, how, what do you think about this color? He's a house husband and we know it. <laughs> There's one scene that they got so right that it's hilarious. And if you're black, dude, you've experienced this where... Cops are doing cop things, and you got that one amped up white friend that's just like, "This injustice will not stand." Bucky <laughs> went so hard with the cops. As if he's not in the nineteen forties. Bucky really said, "Excuse me, in my America." <laughs> He's been in America. He has been inside of America explicitly speaking. He knows America. Oh my God. Biblically. Oh but he's God. like, I'm from 1945. Do you know who I am? Oh my God. Bucky oh. has fucked America. Bucky has fucked America so many times. Dude, Good for him. Not, According to the fan fiction writers, he, he is the consistent Captain America fucker. Literally, you pass the shield, you pass Bucky. <laughs> it's, a, it's a package deal yeah, that's why he to... got so mad when that other dude had in the USH oh he was so pissed he was, was just like, like I, I am not I guy. am not fucking that man there's just no way he was refused he was like nah nah I, not for I me can't do it. <laughs> not even for America he's like I can't I, I my back bigger the president <laughs> Hotel Bucky. Hotel Bucky. I need a picture of Bucky with that hat on. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. Fuck. Okay. I'm going to try and get us on rails again. Uh, I am only going to ask you one question in regards to all of your reporting and everything. And it is a simple question. And it is this. Uh, you again. You got you got a major high profile story in the TTRPG space. We don't need to reiterate mm-hmm. that everybody who's sure. listening should know. My one question <laughs> to you is now that it's now that more people are reaching out and trying to talk to you. What is the one fucking question you're tired of? Like, like <laughs> hmm. I don't know. I think. I mean, like, I don't think I'm tired of any of the questions, frankly. Oh, that's awesome. I know. I know it's like a weird thing to say, but I love talking about myself. So Same. I, you know, whenever anyone's asking a question, I'm I'm happy to chat. That's, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I will fully admit that a lot of people are asking more or less like the same questions over and over. But it's, you know, whatever. Yeah. It's people want to know and people want, want like that on their show. It's not a big deal. Um, I don't. Yeah, I don't think that there's a question I'm tired of. I think that like. Uh, there have been like I've I've fielded like some questions that are not explicitly asking me about like who my sources are, but are sort of like hinting yeah. about it, I, and I'm just like, and I'm just like, I can't tell you. I mean, anybody who anybody who's bringing on a journalist should know that you're not gonna get that. Come on, <laughs> right? But it's it's one of those things where I think a lot of people like don't know. Right? Like, how many people, like, here's here's the thing, like, speaking very, very directly, how many people who have invited me on a Dungeons & Dragons podcast have ever actually interviewed a journalist and not an influencer or a YouTube channel creator or, like, a streamer, you know? Like, I, I'm in a very 
different uh, section of the ecosystem than a lot of people like journalism is just like there's not a lot of us sure so it's just one of those things where i think that a lot of people just uh if they ask those questions they might not know that like i'm just like not going to answer or they might not know that question would be something that i can't answer right mm-hmm. yeah so i think it's just one of those things where it's it, no one means it maliciously but people are very much like not used to talking to people in my position that's which is awesome. totally fine but yeah you're a lot more patient than me <laughs> i think i can only answer the same question maybe three times before my brain starts going ah! yeah i can only talk about how fat my titties are like so often it's ridiculous guys i have a personality i can did you know i could draw <laughs> tell you what you you had a tweet that like when i when i read this tweet i was just like okay i fuck with them forever um which was like i think it was something to the effect of you applied for like a entertainment journalist job before they were just like we don't know that you have the experience of getting spot like, of getting sources yeah. and all that kind of stuff <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> and they're just that's, like well look at me now. i'm like that's a true story i so so when i first applied for io9 I applied for the investigative journalist position and I got to the second interview. And after that interview, I got a very kind rejection. And the rejection was like, you just don't have the investigative experience we're looking for at this time. And I'm like, okay. I mean, they were right, but it stung. Like I had only done like two investigations and they were like pretty small, small potatoes. Um, so they were right, but I hated it. And then I applied for io9 again for like just the basic staff writer position and I got it. And like, literally as soon as I got in the desk, I was like, time to do an investigation motherfucker. And they did not stop me, uh, after my first investigation, which again was like literally one month into my position as staff writer. And then I just kept going work. So there's, there's the Michael Jordan meme of like, whatever <coughs> Whenever somebody slights him or whatever he imagines a slight, he just goes, I, and I took that personally. And that's all <laughs> I could imagine when I read it. Yes, that's exactly what happened. I took that personally. I was just like, okay. Like, it's it's that horrible, like, Michael Scott meme. Like, you will never know how high I can fly. <laughs> me. Absolutely me. I just so that was that. Yeah. I in my head in my head it was pettiness that changed the TTRPG space forever. Yes, it was spite. Pure fucking spite. I'm just like, you think I can't do shit? Let me just destroy a fucking dragon. And they did. Children then, will hear about it for centuries to go. I it's wild. There's already like shit on Wikipedia that has like my my name multiple times about this shit. Like it's bonkers. It's really wild how yeah. fast people work. I'm like using your name to get in the clubs and bars now. <laughs> <laughs> They're like back of the line. I'm like, I know Linda Codega, thank you. VIP. <laughs> oh my god. I speak like okay, so I know, I know I had like 15 minutes of fame and I'm happy with that. Like, I'm really proud of the work that I did. And like, that's, that's kind of how I'm viewing it. 
but I know when I go to Gen Con this year, it's going to be fucking crazy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can roll with us cool kids. I'm going to be acting like a VIP. I plan on having, like, I might buy straight up, like, coach sunglasses and have them on inside the whole time. And I do plan on wearing a baby pink crop top that says Nepo Baby of TTRPG. <laughs> And, like, I don't know what the rules are about, like, alcohol on the premises and in the venue, but, like, I'm planning on working something out. <laughs> Julie, you can't be a nepple baby. I have no pool. <laughs> See, but the thing is, half of it is all acting like I belong to belong there. And also, you've seen how I look. I can kind of coast on this. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're, you're not real. Uh, is yeah. this going to be your first uh, gym con, Joy? Yeah. Hey! It's going to be my first Gen Con, too. Hell you can yeah. share my flask that I will for sure have. Thanks. I'll share mine. Like, <laughs> not I'll, doing it so I'll also share mine because you will need it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm going for like four, five days because I'm going to like the trade show mm-hmm. the day early, too. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, gosh, I do not do well with like big conventions. And I'm I like applied to like host a couple panels and we'll see it's just gonna be a lot it's gonna be a whole lot i am very excited to go um but i'm also like partially dreading that like when i have my little name tag because it says like when you're when you're a member of the press it says like press yeah it's always the worst and then people will be like oh who do you write for and i'll be like hi nine and they'll be like oh and i'll be like no nerds no (laughs) nerds see like i think we should all go in with the attitude that we're rock stars and just act like that which i think no one at gen con has ever done yet like (laughs) a lot of people think very highly of themselves i cannot i'm gonna be the first person to get in a jersey shore style fight with some dork Oh, no. well, you, I'm, I'm sorry. It's already happened. <laughs> You've been somebody beat Joy, you you're up. late. You're what? late to the party. What are they doing there? <laughs> the same thing you think you're doing. Literally the exact same thing. See, but the I'm doing it to be camp. You're doing it as a gang. This is some people's personality. Oh, this will be so funny. Some loser is going to try to cut me in line, and I'm going to be like, who the fuck are you? And they're going to be like, I'm Daisy Dice from Roll 20,000. I'm about to be like, bitch? (laughs) (laughs) Who is that? (laughs) You don't know who Daisy Dice is? Have you seen my Mimic cosplay? To which I'm then going to go, no, I fuck. And then move. (laughs) God. (laughs) What I don't get is you, 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 you duck on the space harder than anybody, and they love you for it. I, I literally will never understand. It is absolutely unhinged how people are like, "Oh my god, they're I'm right so to do so." Joy is correct. I don't understand. Like Joy's right. Like, That's like game recognized game, and like Joy's got it. I don't know what to tell you. Like they, they know what's happening, and they're not afraid to say it. Like I'm with Joy, Team Joy. <laughs> rising up against these fucking nerds boo <laughs> boo oh, oh my god, god. I do have one last question for the gang okay. because I think this is funny my brother asked a serious one so I get to ask a slay sure. it is common knowledge that I am going to be holding a nerdy 
type of bachelor style show for my hand and so this is me asking both of you even though you know my brother you are not in the competition you're the host how would you introduce yourself on like a nerdy type of bachelor show like what are you throwing in there as your opening line so that the bachelor remembers you listen i can't i can't date well if if if, like in the amateur leagues you're talking about like professional dating yes uh, 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 okay here here's my best here's my okay, best go for it hi i'm noir i'm from chicago i love tabletop and music and stand-up comedy boo boo <laughs> tomato 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 what's four <laughs> minus four <laughs> zero <laughs> we hated that i thought it was direct to the point Factual? disgusting i'm so glad we have a wordsmith here Linda's gonna fucking eat. (laughs) Well, hi, my name is Linda Cadega. I'm a dragon killer and I'll protect your height no matter what. Oh my god, did you see how Linda fucking ate that? Okay, okay, well, let me give another try. Okay, boo tomato next, (laughs) brother. (laughs) No, I'm boo tomatoing him. Linda won already. Oh, then I guess Thanks. I won't try again. No, I need to hear the better attempts. Okay. Hi, I'm Noir. I craft stories for a living. Sometimes they're even set to music. Girl, how do I get out of here? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to that. <laughs> hated that. How do you have a partner? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I really oh, don't know. I mean, I could go into some of my other qualities, like I'm a competitive sailor. Work. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> How did we film an entire podcast and we missed that? <laughs> I'm a competitive sailor. I've been sailing since I was a child. Wow. Uh, I've won trophies. What the I've fuck? been, I was a charter boat captain in the Caribbean for a couple summers. I've touched a couple sharks. Damn. I didn't even know um, you could be a professional <laughs> like 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 Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh that's that's a cool thing. What other cool thing? Oh, I mean I went to a robot dance party this weekend. Yeah, and see? my friends are fucking great. Oh my uh, god. See, like it's else? stiff competition in the dating joy league. <laughs> like, I have a really cute dog. <gasps> you have a dog? Mm-hmm. What the fuck? A really cute what dog. What kind of dog you got? A mutt. next guest we have that has to do their bachelor introduction they have stiff competition yeah i mean i'll get other stuff stiff too just give it time (laughs) god before it gets crazy in here should we do the closing brother uh were there any other questions anybody want to ask any other points statements anything like that i'm all gucci if you are Okay, well, I think that's a solid episode. I hope everybody had a great time. I've been one of your hosts, Noir Nickman. You can find me all over the internet as the Noir Nickman. That's Twitter, Twitch, YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram. Uh, check out my website, the Noir Nickma. Uh My merch is there. Please buy it. I'm poor. Uh, Joy? I have been your lovely host, Joy. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at JoyXValentine. Please follow me at both of those places because if you do, you get to see my lovely legs and my worst tweets. Um, (laughs) Linda, our lovely guest, do you want to take us home? Sure. Hi, my name is Linda Cadega. I'm a trained Latin dancer and I will... 
and I will sway you all night. Yes! Oh my gosh, find me yes! on Twitter at Lynn Cadega. How are you so good at this? Oh my all right, God, well, Linda Nation. <laughs> That's been episode number nine, everybody. We'll see you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.